0: Welcome to the podcast! I'm John Branion, professional comedian for more than 30 years.
1: And I'm Amanda McKinney, John's daughter for more than 30 years. Our
0: family believes laughing is a learned behavior, and we want to teach you how we do it.
1: So welcome to the kitchen table of the comedian next door.
0: Indeed. Welcome. I never know how quickly you're going to pull the music down.
1: I kind of like letting it play for a second or two in the background while we're getting serious.
0: Because we can. Yeah. Right? We didn't used to be able to do that. We can
1: let it go a long time. Yeah,
0: we can. I know, because it's super long. long. So this is a house guest episode that I'm pretty jazzed about because I was actually ready to record this house guest episode uh, (laughs) quite a while back. But our house guest.
1: (laughs)
2: uh, I, I kept putting you off.
0: Yeah, the house guests kept putting us off. Yeah.
1: And we're so, actually live in person, which is my favorite. I don't like Zoom. So we're well, actually who, at who,
2: the table. who among us does at this point? Yeah. You know, Zoom, we're just we are completely zoomed out at this point.
0: But uh zoomed out is a term that should catch on. <laughs>
2: I think I there think is, a, isn't there something like Zoom fatigue or something like that that people talk about? It's an official. Is, is that an actual term? I don't know. It should I mean, be. I can relate to it. I mean, I totally would. Yeah, everybody, I think, can, if if you have done meetings in various yeah. types of ways to connect oh, with people. about Zoom another meeting. Another Zoom i got to uh, click a link
0: and yeah. get my audio set up and. Yeah. Uh, and somebody won't have their audio set up correctly. Right. Yeah. Always and, happens. And it'll be, no, I'm still not. No. Well, log out and log back in. Yeah. And everybody else is waiting. <laughs> that never happens at face to face meetings. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, true. leave the room. Leave we the room. can't hear you. Come back in. Come back in. Let's try this again. <laughs> See if your voice box kicks in. <laughs> uh, and then and then, every now and then, you've been in a video. Uh, chat where they worry about the video like the audio is working fine it's like no i'm still not seeing any video it's like can we please just go ahead yeah it doesn't matter (laughs) at
2: this point yeah we know you're here the
0: only thing that's going to happen with video is
1: is you're going to mess up your audio is it
0: going to mess up your audio or (laughs) or it's going to catch you doing something that you don't want us to see right right so you're actually better off anyway so uh dave pendleton we didn't announce who it is it's dave pendleton
1: Here at the kitchen table. It's
0: David Pendleton!
2: (laughs) And you are, you know, of course, one of my closest friends. Yes. And and one of the friends that actually is allowed to call me Dave Pendleton.
1: I was going to bring that up! (laughs) I know. I was going to bring that up. It's David. I know. And
0: I was actually thinking about that on the way over today because I... I was responding in the Telegram group, and I specifically and intentionally typed out David because I know you're that that's what you prefer. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I I call you Dave, and I don't even think about it. Right, because I call totally my brother cool. Dave.
2: That's right. It's totally fine because we're the you know that's the kind of and friends we are.
0: I know, but you're very gracious about it. And Linda, your wife always calls you David,
2: so i'm <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> she calls him David. Well, she and I are not you know as close
0: as close as you and I. Right, <laughs> that's what it is. I'm a little. I've got a little, a little <laughs> advantage over his wife. But I was thinking about that on the way Amanda over today. over
2: here is, is kind of like and looking like, oh, this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is now... Uh, see, the two of you can and, do your thing. I was,
0: no, I, I, I was, I, I introduced him. As uh, do I introduce you as Dave or David when I introduce you
2: on stage? Like on stage, yeah. there have been a few times that you've actually introduced me as Dave Pendleton. Oh yeah, my gosh! <laughs> Which is that's the part where it's like, John, come on, you can call me Dave. You know when? Oh my gosh! But when you introduce yeah. me on stage, it's see, a, I don't even. I, I'm Pendleton. not even thinking about it. I know. It's it's fine. I but mean, now not I like am. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> I don't so really care And about now it. I
0: feel like I don't <laughs> want to be in this room anymore. Now
1: everybody in the audience is going to be like, did he forget his name? Does he really even know him?
0: <laughs> no, what's going to happen now is in the future when we do shows, everybody that's listening to this podcast is going to be listening to see if right, I right. Yeah, or, or yeah, it's
2: like you're, I won't even be in the room, but you'll say, like my friend Dave Pendleton, the <laughs> ventriloquist said, and then all of a sudden
1: the comments David. are going to light up yeah. with,
2: with everybody. <laughs>
1: it's David! It's David, that you is jerk! True. That's that's actually very true. Yeah. <laughs> Our listeners pay close attention yes, to the little yes, they, do. they And will. they will yes. hold you accountable.
0: It's going to be... I, this may break me of the habit,
1: actually.
0: <laughs> so, And that's fine. Yeah. Um, anyway, regardless of how you refer to him, he is—he <laughs> is one of my best friends. You can
1: call him Puppet Boy. <laughs> yeah, you can
0: call him Puppet Boy. Yeah. He's one of my favorite uh, people. We've been friends for a long time, and uh, the reason he's on the house guest episode is because there is a uh, scuttlebutt, a scandal. Uh,
2: uh, well, we're going to get right into it, uh,
0: and aren't a, we? And no, we don't have to get right into it. One of the guys in our Telegram group is curious about. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about baptism. And one of the guys said, "I'd be curious to know what the German Baptists think about oh, baptism." Oh, that's hilarious! And I said, because
1: since you're going to be talking to an expert today, to an expert. yeah, <laughs> wow, well, I can, and I can
2: certainly fill him in on that." Well, I would,
0: I would, I, I said to him, "Peaches said, we're not going to." talk about that because we're going to be too busy talking about the reason that he's on the podcast yeah, yeah, and exactly. i said well i don't want to distract him because i know that there's a possibility once we start talking about german baptists yeah, that right. you could just it it'll be, become
2: it'll become all about that. we
0: won't be able to rein you in
2: yeah, yeah. no it's it's tra- probably true
0: uh, but yeah if you want to if you want to give a brief summary of the german baptist position on baptism well baptist. they're just
2: very they're very very specific on how they baptize okay. uh and baptism is uh is linked to joining their church, mm-hmm. and so um, if you've been baptized before and you want to join your church, their church, you need to be baptized again.
0: You mean if you've been baptized in another church?
2: If you've been baptized in another church, right? Okay, another, yeah. Um, but and actually, it's it's a little bit more specific than that because what is very important to them is that you ha- are immersed in a. Some sort of natural body of water. So, oh, so
0: you can't do it like in a can't tank. Can't do it in a tank or, a or swimming pool. Uh,
2: yes, exactly. Uh, and and I think it also needs to be not just a natural body of water, but a flowing stream. Yeah, like like mm-hmm. a river. Ah. Uh, uh, and <laughs> it it keeps going, and it needs to be three times uh, to affirm the triunity of God. Okay. And it needs to be forward. So it's three uh, times forward. Nice forward. And so, for example, if you were baptized like many people were by full, we'll call it just full immersion, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
2: most often, and I believe this is true in the Christian church, right. uh, it would be one time backward.
0: Correct. Yep. That's how we do it.
2: Yes. And and often the metaphor that's used is buried with Christ. Right. And raised, raised again to yeah, walk to, in to the newness, newness of and life. life. Yeah, yep. And so they actually... It's not that they think that that's an illegitimate metaphor, but they just would say that that's not the metaphor that, that they are. So kind of
0: like in funerals, do they bury people and dig them up and bury them and dig them
2: up? <laughs> right. Or when they bury them, do they bury them forward, forward, yeah. <laughs> face, face down. down? Yeah, because that is uh, how it happens is it face down. And what they're trying to emphasize is the importance of the triunity of God to which of course our response to that would be well so are we right uh you know when we baptize we always invoke in the name of the father and of the son and the holy spirit right they would say it needs to be in the name of the father and Dunk. in yeah. the name of the son <laughs> and, and yeah. in the, and name the name of the holy, holy spirit yeah and so they get yeah. very 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 specific. specific about that yeah you know?
0: well and, so. and i guess i guess i don't necessarily object to various uh sacred Right, You sure. know, I, I don't have heartburn over face yeah. forward, forward or backwards or, backwards. Yes, or three exactly. times or whatever. Yes. If that's the ritual that you observe, right. um, I don't have I a just feel with like that.
1: logistically, how would you not accidentally drop them? I feel like it'd be much harder <laughs> to control <laughs> face down. the body. Well, actually, no, that's because true. because
2: I think uh, I think what happens is uh, you get on your knees. Okay. You see, and then you just kind of oh, go, okay. go forward into the water. So they oh, help more well, than in the Christian thing. church. Well, well yeah. you see, now, now that could be. I, I've actually not witnessed it in in a flowing stream. Uh, see. It, it, I was just depend, about to say it, in it in depend a flowing... on how deep the the water is. And right. If the water's like up to your neck, well, then that's actually not hard either. Standing no. up, you know. Then the hard
0: part would be actually pushing them forward. <laughs> Unless you go, unless the they stream. were backwards to the, the flow of the to stream, the of then the, the stream would help you. But then you'd have to go against the flow right, of the stream to pull, stream them, to pull back them up. up. I oh, know, yeah. I'm just
1: trying to picture it. And yeah. as I was, I was thinking, unless it was a very small child, if it was a bigger person, <laughs> it you would be real could, hard.
0: You could literally die being <laughs> baptized <laughs> in the <a> German <laughs> yeah, could
2: That's them. true. Yeah. Yeah. So the only thing that I, of course, and you, I'm sure, would concur, that I would take issue with, because everything you've said, I, I agree with you, Right, uh, but... Basically, if you came to them or was talking to someone and said, now I was baptized, uh, and the tri- the triunity of God was affirmed, but...
0: That would not count.
2: But I, I was baptized one time backward. Yeah. Then the question, the very specific question would be, was I baptized? And if they're going to be true to, you know, basically what they would teach, uh, then they would say, no, right. actually, you have not been baptized. Right. So <laughs> So that's yeah, where it to- gets to be really... Uh, we'll just say nitpicky
0: Yeah I I would agree with that yeah. but I, I think that there's a it, there's a line there's a fine line between yeah. observing something and considering it sacred and and being uh, faithful to the tradition of a particular ritual correct and then establishing no this ritual, is the only correct way to do yes, it, yes. and everything
2: else
1: yeah,
0: is. Yeah, that's,
2: that's where it crosses that line. Yeah, that's
0: I,
1: exactly
2: I don't right. know that right. I can.
1: Well, and I'm sort of, I'm sort of leaning now toward. I would rather spend time with people who are very rigid and. Ah.
2: I understand Fundamentalist, that now, yes. You know
1: what I mean? Like, because this kind of leads into what we were going to talk about yeah. today. Because I would rather spend people. See why time she's on people. the
0: podcast because I do. she transitions. I do. No, and,
2: and uh, Mandy, I think this is actually an important point because, you know, early on, you all know my journey of, you know, kind of challenging these folks and so on. But now I am... Uh, I am actually acquiring a little bit more appreciation for that. Yeah, just
1: for the group identity. Not that, not that I agree with that nitpickiness that you're talking about the legalism. But I, I really appreciate people who are able, groups of people who are able to maintain an identity. Yes, you know whether it's the Amish or right um, people who have separated themselves from society. They're so much more insulated from what we would say good things like growth and change, but they're also insulated from attacks from the changing culture when it goes astray. Like the Reformed
0: Church in Moscow. Oh, yeah. I would never (laughs) have considered
1: myself, you know, Calvinist Mm. before... You know this year or, or maybe two years ago but it was about two years ago i started going wow i think i have more in common with these people than i would have previously yeah, thought yeah because Understood. they are trying to pass their beliefs on to their children yes they're trying to resist you know and and uh, i guess protect themselves from the onslaught of the secular yes culture and, yeah. all and of they're that's doing good. It.
0: <laughs> it's yes. all good we, yeah. we had a conversation uh hans feeney the Lutheran, Lutheran satire yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. Lutheran. Is uh, um, he's just hardcore. Everybody should be Lutheran. Yeah. It's right. better to be yeah. Lutheran.
2: Yeah. That's actually a relatively common yeah. thing that I have discovered amongst among some Lutherans. Yeah. You know, that, today's a
0: good day to become Lutheran.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, yeah. you know, he's sort of tongue-in-cheek about right. that i mean he kind of knows that that level of hyperbole is kind of yeah, is, is funny is
2: over the top and it's but he's funny. serious yeah. uh-huh. you know
0: he he genuinely believes that that his faith is the correct faith and yeah. everybody would benefit sure from being uh part of his faith and I can't do anything except respect that because right. we live in a, yes. a world now that's just a wash with everybody's opinion right. is equally valuable. Yeah, and it's like, right. well, no, it's not. Diversity. There's some crazy people out there. Diversity
1: yeah. and relativism and the yeah. don't judge and all of that is just so pervasive that when you find a small pocket of people who are like, nah, we don't want any of that. We are happy with the way that we've been doing things for years and years and years. It's yeah. like, well, that's, intriguing i gotta give you props
0: <laughs> no. for that yeah. i think you're a little crazy yeah. about right. some things i don't agree with you on everything but i absolutely applaud your resilience right. and you're willing to stand up and say this is what i believe yes. you would be better off if you believed as i believe uh-huh. yeah
2: i respect that yeah yeah because ultimately that's actually how we all are mm-hmm. uh, you know we all think that way other that's why we believe those i mean right we we would if if we were uh convinced of something else then we would change to then that we would think yeah. that right <laughs> we, we, exactly. we all think we're right yeah in exactly what we believe. that's right. the point is that we all think that well our and the, is the
1: liberal i guess you would call them liberal progressive regressive you know relativistic culture the secular humanist they're dogmatic too. I mean, yes. they are. Yeah. They are fundamentalists in yes. their own right. That's right. And so once they're you fundamentalists recognize
0: in that... they're wishy washy, right? <laughs> correct, yeah.
1: correct. But once you realize that's a religion too, and you and you realize how much ground they're taking in the culture because they're yes. so dogmatic and so committed to their cause, it's like, well, we better do something as traditional Christians <laughs> yes. to kind of right. take back some of that. Um, I guess care for our. Um, Resolve is the word I was looking for. Resolve for our traditional doctrines, or yes. else they're going to they're going to fundamentalize right over us yeah. and take and, over. And
0: that's already happening. Yeah, is that why? That's why you were trying to transition because you. I were, didn't
1: even know that that was going to happen, but yeah, that yeah. Was, that, <laughs> that is clear. that is what's happening. If <laughs> yeah. you if yeah. you don't yeah, no, stand firm, yes,
0: on on your beliefs and your convictions, then those convictions will erode. Over yes, time. Yes. And you will and you will succumb to someone who's more firm in their convictions right. and mm-hmm. more assertive Confident in their
1: convictions. Confident and yes. Yes. Right. resolved. Yeah.
0: So um,
1: yeah. But, that's but a there's great but there transition. are
2: still cautions, you know, like my whole interaction with of course the, the GBs, the German Baptists, mm-hmm. uh, just challenge them on this notion that they claim that they believe that the body of Christ is bigger than their body. You know, than their little you know subset. Than their the local church, they're, or they, they no, their denomination. Then their denomination. Their denominational, okay. but their really? denominational is still pretty tiny, right? And what the other thing that became fascinating to me that really challenged that is that it was a larger denomination, but then it split. And so now, right. yeah. Now, it's so now okay. is it larger than both denominations? <laughs> well, is... it's it's just that you know what they have to kind of come to terms with is that okay? We used to have communion with those people, and we considered them our brothers and sisters in Christ. But now that we've split, we don't. Right. And then of course the question is, well, do you consider them your brothers and sisters in Christ Still. and, and in the kingdom? And, and of course they would. Most of them would say, well, yes. Yeah. And then the question is. Well, then why would you not have communion with them? Right. Right. And so that's that's where they
0: <laughs> and that's when they say Dave Pendleton, you're such a troublemaker. Yeah, why exactly. You, uh,
2: they can't. They, that's where they don't want to answer that. Why question.
1: vexest thou us? <laughs> yes, exactly. Except they say David and why? not David. <laughs> why Why point that out? Vexeth
0: thou David? <laughs> yeah, Actually, yeah. they don't call him that. They call him the redheaded Satan. Yeah, yeah they, they, pretty, <laughs> more, they pretty they pretty much
2: really? do. Well, yeah. or some, <laughs> something along those lines.
0: And even yeah. I'm not a good enough friend to call him Satan. <laughs> By
1: the way, this is totally probably a tangent or a rabbit trail, but just yesterday. My kids and I were looking up how to say congratulations in German and how to say, what was the other thing? like ambulance was another one and then a third thing i can't remember that is
2: totally random
1: isn't that weird that that just was something we were looking up yesterday why were
2: you looking that up yesterday because
0: Because their mother is a word person who loves accents and words i'll tell you it's because we were
1: reading one of the tuttle twins books and they took an education vacation to europe and one of their stops was germany and so they were ordering something In German and they gave me the German word and I didn't know how to pronounce it. It wasn't that or I would know. But there was something I didn't know how to pronounce and I said to the kids, I'm gonna need my phone so I can say this correctly. And then they just could not get over Google's voice saying this German word. word. Because it was hilarious. Like when you read it on the paper and give it your best guess, and it doesn't sound anything Anything. like that when you say it correctly. And so they just listened to it probably thirty times. To try to get and the pronunciation. Okay, this, this is
2: going to betray my ignorance, but remind me, Gazuntite. That's... Remind me what that is really like, in. That's like,
1: bless you, like if somebody says Yeah, so it, if somebody right. sees
2: it, you say Gazuntite. yeah but is, is, is that well yeah i mean is that uh is that just simply bless you is that okay I you know, i thought no idea. i thought for sure since you seem to be such an expert on this no that it was you would literally the etymology <laughs> <about>. <laughs> it
1: was just yesterday that okay, we started looking enough. up these words which is She's why only weird. been an
2: expert for, less, for than 24 24 less than 24 hours but i do
1: okay. know that to say ambulance it's krankenwagen <laughs> and i just think that's hilarious and then carry the one like so, wow. Cammie goes, so if we lived in Germany, then Silas, who's three, would constantly be like, there's a Krankenwagen. And I was like, yeah, that's probably true because he loves ambulances.
0: Yeah, oh, no one. Great. How could you ever possibly go back to schoolwork after yeah. Krankenwagen? Yeah. There's no way you're going to be able to dial in
1: your you attention anymore. Yeah. Oh, I know what the other word was. It was the word for forget me not. Because they were looking at flowers, and the oh, German sure. word for forget okay. me not is actually literally translated to forget me not. Yes, but it's like twelve syllables. Oh, that's hilarious! For some yeah. yeah,
0: I had a guy who actually was fluent in German that I used to work with, and he would come in and give us little. He would stick his head in the door and just say words in German that he thought <laughs> were funny <laughs> from time to time. Uh, and they
1: all are. Scott yeah.
0: Scott Miller, oh, that's and that's uh, awesome. yeah, and he. But he he was the one who first observed. To me, anyway, I, I guess other comedians have said it, but but he was the first one to say. The thing about the German language is everything sounds angry.
2: Oh yes, you know, so yes it's like uh-huh. "Gesundheit," and he would come in,
0: <laughs> and he would he he had a phrase that he put together uh, that it, and it sounded like "A skindes <laughs> and we'd ask, "What does that mean?" He goes, "My bunny is very soft." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he would come in that's and say awesome. things like that. And Krokenvanget was one of the yeah, things that he sure. said in the Krokenvanget. That's, so, that's Anyway.
2: Okay. So now we can that. that was a long introduction. But well, That, was a, yeah, fun, but, that know, was a fun conversation.
0: But you're worth it, David. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Uh, <laughs> Gesundheit. Gesundheit.
0: So the... Yeah, and that was a great transition, too, Peach. Thank you're, you. You're an expert. You really And then I you quickly really
1: jumped up and went to address the and whistler to the, in the, the yeah, background. do
0: damage the, to one of her children. To, they weren't yeah.
1: fighting, which I kind of thought they were, but no, they, they were just They were just,
0: just gleeful. loud and
2: gleeful. And- Carl's, Carl's used, used to that. Yeah, yeah he Carl's is. used <laughs> to hearing
0: Car- us. I, I, we didn't actually tell Carl who he is. If you're listening to this podcast, you're our neighbor. You're our neighbor. And you're, uh, your name is Carl.
1: Welcome, Carl. And please don't mind the children.
0: Please don't mind the children. Yeah. We have had many conversations about the, the status of culture and, and the fact that culture has been eroding Christian values. Culture has invaded the church. Uh, wokeness, specifically. Political correctness is what it used to be called, but if yeah. you call it political correctness now, you're so far outside the curb, you have no idea what's going on. Hmm. Uh, relativism, a uh, distortion of the gospel a distortion of the understanding of fellowship what it means to be in fellowship with one another huh. is screwed up <laughs> and it's a result of uh, Christians rather than Christians going and affecting the culture culture is affecting Christians yes, yes. and so uh, David is here with us today because uh, okay I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to you now because <laughs> I don't know.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't what, know what how far you, you're... How much liberty you feel like you can say. And, right. You know. I don't want to... And this is the other part that's awkward about this, because okay. I feel like that uh, I can certainly be honest about who I am and, and even who I'm connected to. So let me just start there. Uh, okay. ma- and there are probably many people who would be in your listening audience that simply know me as David Pendleton, the ventriloquist. Or, or Dave the, Pendleton, or if Dave Dave they've Pendleton, heard me Or if they've heard you refer to you. me. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, if they've been to vacay with the comics. And, yep. you know, so people see me on stage and they're like, oh, that's the guy that does, that's the puppet guy. That's the puppet, puppet boy. Puppet boy. It's puppet boy. And um, what people don't know is that I've been actually doing that for years and years. Uh, most of my career, well, actually my entire career, I, right. I came on staff with Campus Crusade for Christ right out of college. Yep. Now, Campus Crusade for Christ, founded by Bill Bright, one of the, if not the, largest uh, evangelical mission organizations worldwide.
0: Mm-hmm. It's international.
2: International. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the parent ministry over the Jesus film, uh, which many people are familiar with, the Jesus film. And then there are other subset ministries uh, under Campus Crusade. Dozens of them. Yeah. Well, and, and they've actually, some have kind of come and gone in terms of there's been, you know, consolidations that have happened over the years, this sort right. of thing.
0: The Campus Crusade for Christ is a thing. that you, you say Campus Crusade for Christ, and a lot of people are going to recognize yeah, that. Yeah, they're going to
2: recognize that. And, and you know, there's also other ministries that focus on students, uh, you know, Youth for Christ and other what what are referred to as parachurch organizations right. and other campus-rooted ministries like The Navigators and, um, uh, uh, oh, for heaven's sake, just fell on my head. Mm -hmm. Uh, does the Urbana conference. Oh, what am I? Oh, my gosh. My goodness. That's... It doesn't matter. So other campus ministries... Right. uh,
0: The German Baptists, are they part of the... No, no, no. no. Are
2: (laughs) they part of the ministry? So I'm just thinking too hard. I I don't know. Since I've had COVID, there's also just brain fog that happens to people. Yeah, that's all right. It's Uh, all right, man. You're Um, among friends. um, (laughs) um, So I'm still trying to think of it. But uh, anyway... So, Campus Crusade for Christ, several years ago, uh, actually changed their name to Crew, and they came under some criticism for that because people thought, "Well, the, are they compromising their? You know, are they right. departing from their original? Are they losing their brand? Uh, yeah, they, or departing from their original calling and so on?" And it's I would "Cru say,
0: too, by C-R-U, the way. C-R-U. So it's if not you're going to look for it, right? It's Cru, yeah. it's Campus Crusade. Yeah,
2: so." Uh, so it's now called Crew, and I don't think that changing the name had had anything to do with you know it collapsing into some. Um, or that that's it was even an indication that it was now, you know, somehow changing its mission or that that was right. an example.
1: Were you thinking of intervarsity? Intervarsity, yeah. thank you very
2: Inter-Varsity, much. Intervarsity, yeah. I, yeah. So okay. I, I just saw thank Pe- goodness Peaches not. pulled out her phone <laughs> and she thought, wait a minute, I can not, look this up for him. Right.
1: That was not just my it's brain. Just a, it's I embarrassing that I
2: that I couldn't pull that out of my head. But we yeah. can all relate to that. Absolutely. No, really. yeah. That's not embarrassing. <laughs> so um, so yes. Crew, I am on staff with crew. Right. Interestingly enough, years and years ago, there was a magician that came on staff with crew. He was Andre Cole. And he used his magic act uh, worldwide to present the gospel. So he would go on stage, he would do a very impressive uh, magic act, and then he would build a bridge to the gospel. Right. And this was actually before there was a thing Known as gospel magician,
0: right? Well, and Andre Cole was reached a level of notoriety that would be comparable, like to David Copperfield or something like that, at his time. At,
2: it, yeah, at his time, and right. certainly, and actually, David Copperfield came to Andre Cole and said, "Will you mentor me as a magician?" And so, and Andre Cole go. did, and um, so Copperfield looked to Andre Cole as kind of a, a father or a mentor in in magic, and right. Andre was brilliant in creating. Um, illusions and this sort of thing, and on
0: staff at Campus Crusade, and on now staff. Created, now that's right.
2: the thing. That's why I mention Andre Cole because this is not a guy that was on campus. You know, leading Bible studies, going out on campus, sharing the gospel with students, and so on. This was a guy whose who whose role on staff with Campus Crusade was to use his magic act to travel around to to resource all of Campus Crusade, um, so that the people who were wanting to do special outreaches could call upon him to come to their campus or their, their um, place of their target audience right. to share the gospel. So I came on staff uh, in the mid-80s and was following kind of that similar path that Andre Cole had blazed. He had blazed that trail. And so while he was doing a magic act, I was doing a
0: ventriloquism act.
2: And I had already been a ventriloquist. I was a student involved with Campus Crusade. uh, And so I used that then as a way to share the gospel. And early on was doing a lot of programs, traveling around to various campuses, uh, initially regionally. And then it kind of caught on and people were contacting me to travel around nationally uh, to to do an outreach event
0: and then internationally, and then
2: internationally. Yes. There, there there've been several international trips that I've taken. So that's my history. And, and that also grew into, and this also happened to Andre Cole where it was not just campus crusade as my primary quote unquote client. In other words, the people that were asking me to come present, but now I'm actually serving a whole variety of people, but I, I still have kind of a centralized, um, Mission to want to use that as a platform to share the gospel. Right, I'm not at the place where, you know, if somebody called me and asked me to come and do something, I wouldn't say to them, well, I will only do that if you will, if the purpose of that is to share the gospel. Because there are, as you well know, there's various ways that you can contribute to the larger whole mm-hmm. in ministry. Uh, there's
0: indirect ministry
2: yeah there's indirect talked about many many yeah 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 and there's also the sense that even if i'm taking something that is just purely just okay that was an entertainment type thing that also builds my reputation as a legitimate performer right and so anyway yep that's my story that's and i i have worked under the auspices of crew uh, as a staff person but my job under the auspices of crew has been to do this ventriloquist act right so he's a resource
0: he's a guy who is on the inside you've been there for 30 yes exactly 30 what yeah three 30, 30, 30, 30
2: uh 35 years 35 Th- years. this was my yeah i celebrated my 35th year on staff okay yeah so um josh mcdowell also uh, early on uh became a speaker an itinerant speaker and he was not on campus going out, you know, sharing the gospel with students on a particular right. campus. He was a resource to all these ministries. So Josh was another one that we referred to as a classic in Campus Crusade back in the day where he was traveling around to all these campuses and telling his story and sharing the gospel. And also, uh, he was a tremendous resource because he was uh, an apologist. right? Somebody who talked about... How he ha- he was an atheist. Actually, set out to write a book that would sort of once and for all mm-hmm. disprove Christianity and all the foolishness that you know these Christians are claiming. In the process of researching and, and writing this book, actually became a believer himself. It's Funny like, how that happens. Yeah, like, and scripture so
0: says if you seek God, you, if you seek me, you'll find me when you seek me with all your heart. Lee Strobel did the same thing. Yeah, Lee Strobel disprove Christianity, and doggone
2: it. Yes, converted. and Lee Strobel would actually point to Josh McDowell as somebody right. that was very influential in his life and in his conversion.
0: Well, and Josh McDowell, uh, Carl, if if you haven't achieved a certain age yet, you may not know who that is, but Josh McDowell is, uh, is kind of an icon. In Christendom, you're talking about the yeah, 80s. Absolutely, you know, he came along, and evidence that demands a verdict, and more evidence that demands a verdict, yes. and
2: answers to tough questions, answers and, to tough
0: questions, and apologetics is a thing now that kind of hit its, it sort of became this trend in the in the 90s when yes. you had the the Dawkins and Hitchens and those guys come along and and rise up as the atheists. It's like, we apologetics is the answer. And so apologetics sort of stepped into the spotlight, but Josh McDowell was doing apologetics.
2: Oh my goodness. Know, yeah. Yeah. Like
0: before apologetics was cool, basically. Yeah, right. I mean, before right, everybody exactly. understood. Well, what and I can tell you was. even in,
1: even in the two thousands, when I was in uh high school, middle and high school, that, um, that our apologetic teacher at our, Christian, you know, Baptist high school was very, very much familiar with all of those materials because Mm -hmm. then he started putting out um, curriculum that you could use in your classrooms. And so we were talking about the answers that Josh McDowell recommended that we would offer to, you know, atheists even then, 2001, 2002.
2: Right. I, I don't know if Josh coined the phrase exactly. Uh, but he certainly used the phrase, and he's the one that I learned it from. the uh, The phrase, the Lord liar lunatic yes. argument. Yeah. Yep. So the three Ls. Lord liar was, lunatic.
0: I, th- I think C.S. Lewis.
2: Yeah, was, he introduced the, the idea.
0: Sort of produced the idea, but then I think maybe Josh alliterated it. Yeah, it could be. It
2: could be. I I, I don't know that for sure, but yeah, I don't certainly know either, that Josh was the one that I learned that from. Yeah. And so, yeah, very, very influential in Christian. In and that's, Christian that's, that's
0: what's large. important to understand. If you if you don't know who Josh McDowell is, that's fine, but you need to understand. where have that, you been? Yeah. Has, well, you need, we're going to shame you. Well, you need to understand that he has had a tremendous amount of influence on certainly Western Christianity Yes, because he's just, he's everywhere. And and even, even if you don't know that you're referencing Josh McDowell material, (laughs) there's a good chance that you're referencing Josh McDowell material. That's
2: exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Since I'm connected with Campus Crusade and I came on staff in the mid eighties, I actually had the opportunity to meet Josh. Josh uh, actually saw me perform And then Josh uh, actually recruited me to come on staff with him when I was a college student uh, and that I would, he would sort of mentor me and he would put me sort of share the stage or put me on platforms, you know, that he was on. Mm -hmm. I actually decided that that was not going to be the best path for me. I um, had a guy that was discipling me at the time that said, you know, I really think that the best thing for you is to actually just be involved in grassroots ministry and not be put on these national stages like right out of college. He just felt like that would be a healthier thing. I actually really appreciate it. Now, I think that that was the right advice for me. But nonetheless, Josh and I became friends. He actually has involved me on in a couple of projects that he's done over the years just to kind of bring some fun. Um, and so that's another th- uh, aspect to to what we're going to get into here in just a second is that Josh is actually a friend of mine. So right. it's not only somebody that I right. thoroughly respect, but somebody that I love and appreciate personally Right. Uh, because there's a relationship there.
0: Right. So, uh, groundwork's late.
2: Yeah, um, there you go. And we took a lot of time to do that. But well, I think that it, the but context important. is important.
0: It's yes. important. And uh, there's a certain... So, basically... Uh, what we're what we're trying to establish, Carl, is that uh, David is not a disgruntled, uh, angry person with an axe to grind <laughs> or uh, anything of that nature. And uh, if you, depending on how closely your ear is to the ground on what's going on in Christian culture or culture at large, I guess yeah, this sure. isn't just Christian culture. Uh, Josh McDowell has gotten himself into trouble uh, very recently. This is less than this is just a matter of a few days old. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This was, happened was last week. like last week. Yes, and yep. uh, and so we were we were when Dave and I David and I were talking about having this conversation. There was the uh, possibility that it hadn't become public information mm-hmm. yet, but now it has become public information yeah. because that. Uh, that it actually gossip rag became, that we call Christianity yeah, today yeah, yeah. was quick to pick up on this story and yeah. make sure that everybody knows that Josh McDowell is in trouble. Yeah, and some, it,
2: it to be fair, it became public information pretty quickly. Yeah, but it it just wasn't like. Like when I mentioned it to you and I said, you know, did you hear about what happened with Josh McDowell? Yeah. You you had no idea. Well, because it, it happened
0: it, like the day before. Right, you, right. You called me and said, you know what happened to Josh? And I didn't, but it yeah. was like, it but was then, just like, 12 it, hours yeah, ago uh, that yeah, it happened. Yeah. yeah, but
2: then a couple of days later, it's like, oh, okay, well now. Well, if
0: you got a staff of thousands of people, yeah. somebody is going to talk about it. Yeah, somebody sure. on staff
2: well it, but it wasn't it didn't get out that way either it's it's not like no it didn't get out that how way. how to get out it, it got out because josh made these comments at a conference and then there were people who heard the comments okay. that then began to publicly basically call him out to
0: call him out okay yeah so that so tell carl uh tell carl what josh said and uh so josh
2: was speaking at the american association of christian counselors uh at a conference that they were having uh so he said uh some things uh that actually were not even what he meant to say right uh he was he was trying to yeah
0: so this has to be told in two ways there's Mm -hmm. what josh intended to say right and what he actually said yeah yeah. So, if and, you you know Josh and you're friends with yeah, him, so tell I him think, what he meant to say. I think what say. he
2: was intending to say is that uh, there is inequity in in <laughs> in the world, uh, and that there are cultures that um, will have an impact on you know the way that you're raised, the way that you um, think about certain things. Uh, there are some sort of subcultures that might. Not value education mm-hmm. as much as another subculture,
0: might, right? Might. and and the valuing education does give you certain privileges. Certain, yes, exactly. If you're and taught that was, to value education, then you have some privileges. Yes,
2: and so if you happen to belong to a subculture or a culture, let's just say that values education and that you know you you need to get through high school and get to college, you know, like to read, learn to, a, read, learn learn to learn do, to, math. yeah, all of that stuff, yeah. then. Um, and, and they value that very strongly, mm-hmm. then uh, you will have, I think, an advantage over someone else who might be raised in a culture uh, that... You don't need to uh, know how to read. Well, or or That, that book learned
0: for sissies.
2: Well, okay, so that would be, yeah, an extreme example if, if that was characteristic of whatever that family or culture is that you right. are a part of. Right, or so. maybe
1: the culture doesn't say it's for sissies, but they just tell you from the time you're very small... You're not going to get a fair shake in the education system, so you know. So don't, don't even try. So don't bother. Or don't yeah, even don't bother, you know. bother. Right? It's yeah. going to yeah, be so, stacked
0: against you. Yeah, and so, Josh was exactly saying, right. most people wouldn't wouldn't even wouldn't even contest that. Most people wouldn't even argue. Yeah, I, mean, even, I think
2: that was generally what he was trying right. to say. But the problem is, is that he he then connected it to an act, to actual race. Right. Do you have his quote? I do not have his quote in front of me we could probably look that
1: i'm up. on it we'll see if i can yeah, get
2: <laughs> peaches. what i do have in front of me is is his apology like i i thought enough to at least pull that up in front of me okay uh but and well, again he, he it's going to sound like it. that i'm that i am justifying what he said mm-hmm. uh, what i am trying to do is given the benefit of the doubt uh, like i do believe him that he misspoke mm-hmm. that that what he said even he is now saying that was not correct that was I not, not what i i did not mean yeah. to say that right and so right. that's that's basically what he said and and so that's where it's like okay well i can i can accept that and i've sure. said boneheaded things that i didn't mean to say uh-huh. even now i might i might say something that somebody would interpret a certain way that that if it's like, well, yeah, if you interpret it that way, that's not what I meant to say. And
1: I don't have the full quote, but I think this might be a chunk of it. Um, I do not believe blacks, African-Americans, and many other minorities have equal opportunity. Why? Most of them grew up in families where there's not a big emphasis on education and security. You can do anything you want. You can change the world, right, et cetera. Right. And then that's the end of the quote, what, that yeah, I have.
2: and so and so. So basically, that's what he said. That, that's what he said, and that is, yeah. If you take that at face value, he is incorrect.
0: Well, if you're, if you're hypersensitive and you take it, but you're not taking it at face value. If you're, if you're doing that, I. I he, well, they would agree with the first statement. They would probably st- many of the of the advocates for equality would stand up and go. But Josh McDowell just said, that "Black people don't have equal opportunity." Right. Absolutely, good right. for you. Yeah. But then he went, in their he, he, estimation, he too far. Yeah, he
2: went too far, or he attributed it to something that that, they, that you don't attribute it to. Right. In other words, the the narrative here's the important thing. The important narrative here is that if you say that a certain group of people do not have equal opportunity, you cannot then attribute that to something that is true within their culture. Right. You always have to attribute it to, it is because because they have been victimized because they have been oppressed. That's the narrative that you have to advance in today's culture. And so, for example, there are people like Candace Owens and Larry Elder and so on. And, And even, you know, back in the day, uh, Barack Obama, that we're saying yeah,
1: that back in the day, no, seriously. Tom, the, yeah. Thomas the, Sowell pro- is another one. Yes. And, the, yeah. the
2: problem yeah. uh, in, they would say, again, I'm, I'm quoting them, uh, but they would, they would say that uh, one of the big problems in the black community is fatherlessness mm-hmm. and they point to statistics about that and so on. But that has become absolutely uh, anathema yeah. to say that because it <laughs> right. because it seems like it's blaming You're blaming them. Them and their community and and so the only legitimate thing that you can say that would be the problem yeah. is that they have been oppressed. Right. And so that's the that's the narrative that you have to advance. And so even if you say yeah there is inequity, there is um uh not equal opportunity. Uh you know. Right. Y- you ha- then the next thing that comes out of your mouth has to be uh, to fit the narrative, because there's oppression, right. and right. because there's uh, this kind of um, you know somebody's holding them down. Right. Uh, the only so,
1: acceptable explanation is outside influences. Is, yes. Right. That, that
2: they is are that.
0: they are being oppressed through no fault of their own. They're, right. They have, they have right. made no bad choices. They have. Yeah.
2: Now, again, I want to now emphasize that. I'm trying to be descriptive here because there are some people now that would hear that, that would, that would of course want to say, Oh, well, see. They're just, you know, they're, they're, they're doing the, uh, they're victim thing, blaming. They're, they're not taking the any responsibility thing. for right, this situation. Right. Right. And what I'm just simply trying to do here, and I don't know if I'm doing it adequately, but I'm trying to at least try to explain and, describe the scenario
0: right here. Carl I think Carl will go with okay. us on that we're okay. not saying we, we haven't said anything about which is right or wrong at this point yeah. we're yeah. just we're trying t- we're to just describe trying, the scenario're trying
2: to describe as best we can uh, and and so this is where some people are still going to be perhaps triggered by that which I get I understand that that happens so nonetheless Josh then has now said he's come out with a statement where he said at a recent conference referring to this conference here, I made comments about race, the black family and minorities that were wrong and hurt many people. It breaks my heart to know what deep pain I've caused. It has become clear to me, along with crew leadership, that I need to step back from my ministry and speaking engagements to enter a season of listening and addressing the growth areas that I've become aware of through this. And I, and I see the bristling right now. <laughs> John during is having this, a hard time yeah, sitting During still. this time of meeting with others and learning, I hope to personally grow and better understand how I can help contribute to the reconciliation and unity that God desires for all of us. Now, here's what I want to point out about this, this positive, is that he is acknowledging that he said things that were wrong. Yep. And and uh, I think he recognizes that what he said was wrong. And again, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think that it was that what people heard him say and what he actually ended up saying inadvertently was what he really was trying to say. Right uh, now, I can't speak for Josh, but I, it, but nonetheless, how do you say, well, I said something, but what I said is wrong, or how do you even say, I said something, what I said is wrong, it's not even what I believe.
0: He he used the word wrong. I think didn't he
2: did. He? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He said yeah. that that were wrong and and hurt many people. So he's also acknowledging that you know, something was objectively wrong and that it hurt many people. Right. And so, so those two things can go side by side. I'm not even going to fault him for, for kind of going there, for talking about how, yeah, this, this has the potential to hurt people. Of course, you and I will tend to bristle at some of this because we know that the hurt is what becomes the primary and only focus. It becomes the weapon. It, and then that right. gets weaponized. Yeah, it's, it's actually the best wounded. thing that
1: he could have done for his critics. He, he didn't hurt them. He empowered them. He just gave them bullets that they can fire at him, and they are going to become more powerful for it. Yes. But,
0: we've talked about...
1: <laughs> but maybe we're jumping ahead. Yeah, well, yeah, we've yeah, talked yeah.
0: about how it's, it's important to apologize if you genuinely believe that you have done something wrong. That's right. If you genuinely believe that you have hurt somebody... Uh, regardless of whether or not you actually have, if you believe that you've hurt somebody, then the correct thing to do, the Christian thing to do, is to apologize. Yes. Right. So I have no problem with Josh issuing an apology if he felt like an apology was owed.
2: Yes, that's right. And, and I don't either. And, and I felt like that even his apology was appropriate. I might have perhaps not focused as much on, you know... The, the hurt. The hurt stuff. But yeah. yep. but that's not to say that hurt didn't happen or to deny it. Right. But but in other words, to to just focus on look, what I said was uh was wrong headed, uh, it came out wrong. Yeah. Uh, I should have I should have worded this very differently, and right. then even give a clarification. This is what I meant to say, kind right. of thing. Well, but it anyway, hurt, at That does point, happen because people are weak. We talk about that. Well, all that, the time. That, that, that happens <laughs> too, and I'm not we saying that just up, because you were hurt, it, it's an yeah. indication that you're weak. Right. It's just you're just again acknowledging that that's a reality. Yeah. Right. So, so this is all well and good, but then what has happened within crew is that we there are young staff that uh, have, for lack of a better way of describing it, that have become incredibly woke. And I would say that it is because over the last seven to 10 years, uh, crew has in fact been sort of bringing that ideology. It's It's been that ideology, if you will, has been infiltrating, uh, into crew and now so when you
0: all right specifically when you say quote when you say woke ideology yeah yeah that I that mean,
2: of course is a very charged thing we can talk about that well and i'm bit. not disagreeing
0: i'm just trying to uh, yeah yeah let, let's you, try
2: to define that like <laughs> to, and, and i mean this,
0: get, this could be a rabbit hole we could spend yeah, two could, hours it talking could about be, that yes but in so essence i'm using can, shorthand we can summarize, right yeah. if we can summarize <laughs> that the the idea of real briefly that there are Oppressed groups and yes. oppressors within crew, and uh, right, and and so there are people, staff members in crew, who are putting forth the idea that uh, that there are uh, there's certain groups of people who have been unfairly treated, who have been oppressed, who have been abused yes. um, within crew, and it's happening within campus crusade within yes, crew yes and so the leadership and the policies and everything the structure of the campus crusade ministry is actually actively
2: oppressing people yep. that um, that's that's what some would claim and yeah. contributing right. yes, to
1: inequality is contributing to inequality outcomes. yes yeah.
2: that's exactly right that, okay. yeah that that is what they're claiming and and that is that is what they are you know, saying loudly. Right. So then the question becomes, well, where are these people saying this? Where are these people, you know, what gives them the platform where they can pronounce these things and say these things? You know, I grew up, <laughs> you know, and I, I went to college in the mid 80s and then came on staff and so on. There was no such thing as the internet and there was no right. such thing as social media. Right. So one of the things that's interesting that crew introduced a few years ago, uh, into our mm. environment is our own in-house version of Facebook. Right. And it's called workplace. And now initially when workplace came along, I thought, well, you know, this actually, there's some benefits to this because for example, within crew, there's always questions that I'm sure that people have about, okay, well I took this, uh um, Theology class known as IBS, International uh, Biblical Studies. I, I know, I know, I know, there, there are a lot, I know, there are a I lot would,
0: of... I think I would maybe change that acronym. I, I know,
2: isn't that funny? They're actually... So, so here's, here's the thing. We, uh, within CREW, like years ago, we would talk about, because we're missionaries that actually raise support. And so we had training that was support team development, a.k.a., STD. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know.
0: And I know. that's one of those things that people just throw out there, and they're not paying any attention. They're not paying any attention like, to it yeah, because, uh, STD. What is that? Yeah, it's exactly. Like, oh, so, so some are people are, like, like me pay attention to yeah. that stuff.
2: So yeah, so I went to this STD class. Uh, you know that <laughs> to that learn that, about IBS. Yeah, to, to learn about IBS. I know mm-hmm. it's very funny the acronyms that we use within crew and some of it we, we still do. And it's like, no apology. Yeah, just, uh, the other thing that, uh, that we've come up with is, you know, campus crusade is about building, uh, (laughs) building ministries worldwide. And, uh, and you want it to be, um, you want these ministries. It's basically, you want to have it as a movement. It's, it's a movement. (laughs) And so one of our, one of our monikers was movements everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: you want a BM, <laughs> biblical <laughs> movement. Yeah, exactly. So
2: World, it is kind it's of fun. Everywhere. And, 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 but most staff have Watch laughed. Watch your step. Yeah, we, we've <laughs> laughed about that because, of, you know, it just is what it is.
1: I can see why you need your own internal communication. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it, <laughs> it would be very confusing if not just laugh-worthy. <laughs> you, you put that for. out on
2: Facebook, the right. regular yeah. version, yeah. and people yeah. Yeah. are going to have questions. Put that, that on Workspace. Yeah, Don't put exactly. that on Facebook yeah. or Twitter. So, so anyway, it's called Workplace. And so what has happened is that young staff, they have totally totally taken to workplace oh sure most of the old staff they they'll maybe have a they'll have a workplace profile or whatever but they're not going to be posting anything on it right they're just the only thing they're going to do is they're going to go to you know uh reimbursement uh uh what do you call that bulletin board you know like when when you go out you try to find answers to something we call it a bulletin. like a
1: search engine like a wiki
2: well, yeah. oh like
1: okay. ads like personal ads or something like well that. yeah
2: okay so sure there is there could be some of that that goes on in the environment of workplace but it would be more i have a question about i i took class these theology classes and i bought the books what chart field do i need to use when i reimburse right. those books right oh, the okay. older
0: people just are using it like you would an information desk yes. or a, yeah. that's or exactly a
2: that's right and and but
0: technical it's support number but it's
2: kind of it's it's uh, crowdsourced, if you will. Right. In other right. words, you, it's people are helping one another this sure. way. And so that is a very useful thing. Right. But, of course, what has happened, as you can imagine, is it's an outlet, just like all other social media outlets, where people are now espousing and putting out their opinions. We can
0: put up a personal page, and, right?
2: And Yes. And they yeah. have their personal page where they're now posting and ranting about various things. Right. Yeah. So.
0: These are young people. Staff people, yeah. Right. So
2: I, I'm going to a page right now.
0: Who may not have even been born when Josh McDowell was, you know, writing books. Uh, and that, that's exactly right. And, so yeah. here,
2: here's a page of 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 a young staff person who actually, came, you know, as far you and I talked about this earlier, in you know, okay, this is somebody who's been on staff for like 10 minutes. Right. You know, in other words, they just came right. on staff. They are young, and so
0: they and haven't I, even unboxed their stuff at their cubicle. <laughs> pretty much.
2: Yeah, and so. So here's what this person wrote on this person. I'm not even going to say male or female, I, but what this person wrote on their workplace Well, that's pretty page. much for them to decide, well, isn't it, sure. Dave? Yeah, that's true. They're male or female. says, I know I'm not alone in the shock of how blatantly wrong Josh McDowell's words were. This was a well-thought-out, thoroughly outlined talk. He had plenty of time to contemplate his words and knew what he was saying. Corporate sin is all over the pages of the Bible. I will be emailing our crew leadership, asking for his immediate removal, and I encourage anyone who agrees to do the same.
1: I'm going to go with female. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that
0: is so you. That, re- that really it's like, is like we're going to talk about vote. the content. She's like "Nope, I'm, I'm, I'm going to figure I'm out.
2: I'm neither going to
1: confirm nor <laughs> deny. That's a chick. So, okay. So, so let's
2: so let's talk about this just for a second. Uh-huh. Like how does it strike you that an employee, a brand new employee uh, of crew would, you know, take to this in-house Facebook, if you will, workplace? And yes. post something like that. Oh,
1: okay. I am not surprised in the least. But, so you're
2: not surprised, but no. what is your thought? I, like
1: I am actually like I would actually be surprised if that wasn't happening at this point. And uh-huh. I'm and I'm also just as a you know an aside, I'm also not surprised that Josh McDowell was speaking at the American Association, Association of, Christian of Christian Counselors, counselors yes. when he got uh, canceled because right, right. that's that is the way that the tides have been moving for you know for a long time and so yeah when our entire I guess education system is geared toward creating these these people who get to college and then you know find a job right after college and think that they're they think they know everything and they have been conditioned to believe that there are certain things you're allowed to say and certain things you're not allowed to say specifically based on uh how you look you know and and your the fact that josh mcdowell is a straight white christian male means that there's a very very limited number of things that he's allowed to say yes and they have been taught this they meaning students who are fresh out of college have been taught this for so long for 15 years yes they've just had this drilled into their brains well straight white christian men need to listen they need to listen and they need to stick to the script and if we don't like something they say we're allowed to petition those above them to have them removed from our site because they're yes. just objectively wrong. Yes, and so yeah, they're just they're just doing what they've been taught to do. Yeah,
2: yeah that's right, that's yeah. right. And and I would totally uh, agree with you, but but this is so. Then what? Okay, well, we'll get to this in a second because I'm curious <laughs> to know what you think about you know what what what's the remedy to this, or yeah. or what do you think can be done about this? Yeah. So, but I want to get into. Something else, though, that that this same person who has now posted this on this person's personal page. Yeah. So then our leader, the the U.S. director of ministry, who would be, you know, basically Josh McDowell would be under his purview of leadership, the director of U.S. ministries posted this announcement about this is what's happened with Josh. And and he, he's the one that actually quoted Josh with this apology that I just read. And has basically said, look, we, you know, we love Josh. We, you know, we're, we're praying, you know, for him, but we just want to affirm that we love Josh and, and this is what it is, but want you to be aware of it. Yeah. So this person, this young person then posts a comment under our leader's Announcement. This so is that, the director
0: of this crew.
2: Director of U.S. Ministries. U.S. Ministries, yes. US
0: ministries yes. on the workplace. So it's public for, yeah, it's absolutely. public for all of the staff.
2: Now, see, and again, you know. I don't mean to be just focusing on this one person, but what I'm trying to do is, is
1: it's a type, it's an just archetype, give you
2: an archetype, yeah. give you one example, because well, I could, I could, I could list all kinds of other sort of examples and there's yeah. going to be nuances. Right. I'm just going to focus on this one just to give us something yeah, as an example, very tangible to sure. perhaps talk about. Right. So this person says, I have mixed emotions. A bit of relief that, for once, a crisis situation, we got a timely response and a clear disciplinary action. For once! (laughs) For once. On the other hand, I fear that if Josh does not repent and grow from this season of listening and cultural competency training, Mm -hmm. he still won't be removed from staff. (laughs) Holding out hope... I'm grateful for a timely response.
1: <laughs> I'm afraid
2: that we're not going to see his head on a platter. I don't like right. the way this yeah, is going. So, so yeah, what respond well, to that for me, please. Uh,
1: I think peaches, and this is gonna this is gonna sound a little bit critical of, of Josh McDowell and other leaders and crew. I think that this is actually a bed that they've made. I think if mm-hmm. he wants to apologize for something, he can. but I would I would recommend that he apologize for his lack of firmness with this type of behavior. Yes. Because that comment is... Now, I I was just kidding when I said I know for sure it was a girl. I don't know. (laughs) But... That is female (laughs) sin. I mean, we talk about toxic masculinity in this culture. That is toxic femininity. Karens, we call them Karens now, when they are constantly asking to see see the manager, constantly asking for their will to be carried out, finding bulldogs who will go bite their enemies for them. Yes. That is sinfulness. Okay. And we have not disciplined it in my lifetime Mm. for 30 years, at Mm. least interesting. Nobody has been addressing that. And I would say there, there's a group of people who would argue that a a woman who makes a false accusation of abuse, specifically sexual harassment or something like that, if they make a false accusation. That woman should bear the same consequences. She was trying to have carried out on her would be, um, uh, Criminal, like you know, the guy that she was accusing Mm -hmm. falsely. Yes, they say because there have been several high-profile false accusations in the last few years, and a lot of people. Mm -hmm.
0: There's dozens of them.
1: Dozens, and a lot of them have. A lot of people have said she should get the same criminal treatment, the same punishment that that he would have gotten if he had been convicted under false pretenses. Uh I would suggest something similar in this case. Mm -hmm. When a person stands up and says he should be removed from office. Yes. I think that they should be removed from office and I think right. they should be told in no uncertain terms it is because you are sowing dissension you're full of hate you see hate everywhere because it's actually the goggles with which mm-hmm. you, you see the world. the world you have them strapped to your face yeah. you now, see hate now, everywhere. It's, it's
2: interesting that you're you are coming to these conclusions just based upon a couple of things that i've read to you yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying so i want to be fair yeah in in in, you know to even to this person because you know we we can't just jump to absolute conclusions about these people based upon a couple of things that they've written on workplace sure Mm. on the other hand Mm. (laughs) Mm. i've been chewing on my tongue this whole time well on the other hand I, I also just want to say that I concur with your conclusion based upon what I'm seeing here as well. Yeah. Just based upon what we generally know about what we can infer, if you will, right. about what has been written here.
1: Well, ideally, ideally, it would all of this would have been a dealt with when we were children in Sunday school. Like right. I think of my own kids who I've jumped up to ha- to go, you know, discipline several Three times, times. In yeah, I've the, been yeah, counting. Sure. in the course of this recording. And there are just little things that you see from children, even when they're five, six, seven, eight years old, that you should nip in the bud when you see it. When you've got kid over here who's constantly poking at the other one, that's wrong. That's part of his sin nature and his flesh is being revealed. When you've got other child who keeps crying all the time about being poked and, and instigating things and then playing the victim... That's another thing that needs to get nipped in the bud. And if it doesn't, they grow into adults who are even better at being sneaky, sinful monsters. And so, yeah, I mean, ideally, you wouldn't even have to read between the lines on an adult social media platform. You know, ideally, this would have been sorted out much, much younger. Right. Right. Um, And by the time we are adults, we can... We don't have to spend as much time.
2: So, <laughs> with so that. it does seem to me that this was not only not sorted out much younger, but that yes. this this behavior is actually it was reinforced, reinforced, yes. and, and it's uh, still
0: being reinforced.
2: Yes, yes. So, John, you've been holding your tongue. I want to hear your thoughts. What have uh, you been holding your tongue? Well, about?
0: Dave and I have talked about this. We <laughs> talked about this quite a while yesterday, and so I'm, I'm. It's feeling to me like I'm rehashing things, but we haven't talked to Peach and we haven't talked to Carl. Right, so, right. uh. The, the thing that disturbs me off the bat is a person who has been on staff for 10 minutes at Campus Crusade feeling that it is absolutely appropriate to speak into yeah. this situation. It's like, well, here's my two cents. It's like, what in the world yeah. makes you think that you're qualified or that any of us are interested? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well the reason that
1: the, because this is a member of an oppressed class, I'm exactly. It's a female, and she also may be uh, African American, possibly. Or.
0: Mandy's speculating well, yeah, on all you're, of this.
2: You're, you're now sort of bringing intersectionality into yes. this. You, you right. want I don't to know. know. You want to know what what are the intersections yes. that this person has, and you're speculating that this person might have. Multiple intersections, yeah. or
1: if not, you right. know, if not being a, of a minority race or what's considered a minority race, then maybe this person has experienced church abuse before. And mm-hmm. if they identify as right. a victim, right. if they've got a mental health issue, you know, a diagnosis of anxiety or depression, huh. sure. Um, or if if it's a, a woman who is uh, probably not a member of the LGBT community and crew, but who knows, who knows? Had, one, and that's that gives them right. power. They've been told yeah. over and over and over again that right. this is what gives yeah. them the. And ability again, to right.
2: see, you're just talking about inter- Sectionality. Yeah, I have well, no idea who this person is. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally understand that.
0: My so. point is that it's being reinforced. Yes. And so we've got Christian leadership in one of the largest evangelical organizations that has ever occurred on the planet. And they are absolutely being bulldozed by people who don't have the vaguest concept of what of how Christian theology yeah. applies to uh to somebody who misspeaks, to somebody who even to somebody who flat out sins, which I'm not sure I don't know, if Josh felt like what he said was wrong, then he needs to apologize. But then to come along after that apology yes. and to suggest that he still needs to be destroyed. He still needs to not just step away from his ministry. He needs to be fired.
2: He needs to be fired specifically. is outrageous
0: to me. And to have the leadership in a Christian organization give a moment's uh, thought to that and to not immediately jump on that and say, you understand you're talking about a brother. Yeah, You understand, young person, that you're talking about a brother in Christ and you're suggesting that he be eliminated from his ministry yeah. because what exactly mm-hmm. you know what is his sin
1: oh no she knows full well that's never going to happen right and so there's that's confidence right. there that's yes.
2: right there is yeah and uh so peaches why is that never going to happen
1: well they're afraid of the power that comes from identifying as a victim i mean it's mm-hmm. bad pr bad PR, when you've got people who self-identify as having been abused or harmed or hurt, that was the key word yeah. from Josh yeah, McDowell's from Josh. apology, uh-huh. anybody who identifies as being abused or harmed will go to anybody who will listen, anybody who will listen, mm-hmm. and they won't stop. They will just keep beating that drum and repeating that sob story over and over and over again, um, and they will amass a certain amount of sympathy and, and you know, a certain army that will go with them, work with
0: them. Christian people, it's important to understand these are going to be church people who are going to rally around this person.
2: Now, I want to emphasize here because this is just really interesting to me. I have purposefully not told you who who this person is, nor do you know you know, the rest of this person's story. Nope. It's not as if you have looked at this person. <laughs> nope. You know.
1: I'm not even looking at the screen. No, you're not looking she's, at the screen that I'm a, looking at. Yeah. I've got,
2: you're, you're, you're facing me and my my laptop is Mandy facing is me. Manny is making
0: her deductions based solely on Experience. the words. No, yep.
2: and no, but this is very important because everything that you are describing, if now that we're having this, and I'm not going to do this, but I'm just, you'll have to just take my word for it. And, you know, perhaps at another time, you and I personally can actually go look at yeah. the rest of this person's <laughs> workplace page. Uh-huh. But everything you just described is to the letter yeah. exactly what what has happened here on this person's uh, page. Yeah. Because this person is now... Uh, basically their bec- their page has become their grievance space. Yes. They're
0: being counseled now and they're being affirmed and lifted yep. well, up and praying so th- for you. So, that's so where, sorry for your pain. Yes.
2: yes. Yep. So so that's where, you know, I could ask you to predict even what kinds of comments do you yep. suppose that she's getting beneath, you know, now she and I will you just tell that. you without going into detail, you know, the grievances. Yeah. She's, she's basically her page is a page of grievances. Yep. And so what would you anticipate? Now, again, the only people who can be on workplace are, are staff people. Sure. This is not Facebook. Right. This is in-house. So what So what do you think would be the...
1: From the, the, the Christian, Christian people? From the Christian oh, people. The staff
2: people. The staff people. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, they're
1: saying that, that Christians need to do better. And that, it, you know, it's very sad that you had to go through that. That wasn't Jesus. People are flawed. And we're sorry that you've had to deal with the, you know, the... The fall, the results of the fall are that people like you are going to be mistreated. But, you know, thank you for being vulnerable. Thank you for sharing your story um, and and help us learn how to do better. It w- mm-hmm. is just generally the kind of response that you get when you go out on any space and yes. say, I'm a victim. We're yes. ready to listen. And yes. in,
2: in the, the words... What are some of the, but I'm, I'm leading you on this now, but I'm, I'm confident that especially when I just, if, if you don't come up with it beforehand, once I say it, you'll be like, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. But what would be some of the words that people would use? That
1: the, that the people who are encouraging her would Uh use? Um, Well, they would say, we're sorry for your trauma. Um, They would use the word abuse. Uh, They would refer to it as abuse.
2: And I'm not perhaps asking the the question correctly or perhaps I'm just leading you too much. So let me just say here, here, what, what I'm seeing in these comments are thank you for your, thank you
1: for sharing, for sharing
0: and courage, bravery.
2: You are so brave. Yes. I appreciate that. That's what I was, (laughs) you know, but that's exactly what you're seeing. Uh, Your Your vulnerability, your, your courage, power, agency, and volition is Fire.
1: (laughs) (laughs) this
2: person fire emotion uh, emojis that they're using i would have
0: used nauseating
2: (laughs) so so in other words that's the kind of encouragement that this person is getting as they express their grievances and and what they're rallying now are people who who just want to and of course, and that Christians no are going to want to show compassion and, and, and love. And here's,
1: here's the thing. I'm, that, I'm tracing this all the way back to childhood again, there again, because I'm in a lot of mommy groups on uh-huh, social media. Yep, and I yep. see how this is being conditioned from infancy. We've got women telling other women that they're all of those things, beautiful, empowered, amazing, courageous, and brave yes. because they're airing their children's dirty laundry Mm. they're coming Mm. forward and saying my kid has always struggled with xyz and such and such he's a different kid he's you're such a
0: great mom he's
1: so different and he you know needs a little extra help at school and so i'm always calling the school always calling the school to try to get on top of them and make sure that i'm advocating for my son too so that he can get the quality and the you know the education that he needs and everybody down in the comments is saying you're very you're yeah. very good mom. Oh,
2: good good for you. Yes. Yeah. And your bravery, good for you. Yes. I, I I'm standing with you. Yes. I'm sitting I'm sitting with your words today. Yes. That's right. very
0: common to to take yeah. I'm in your corner. to take whiny complaints yep. yeah. and make it brave right. and courageous. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well I had a conversation with uh, another person yesterday who's a speaker, Christian guy, Christian pastor, travels around does uh, I've done shows with him, and he was describing a uh, female blogger who called him out a couple of years ago for yeah. something that he this this uh, husband and wife team on the internet have written some books. Uh uh-huh. um, They've they're published and they're yes. out in the yes. Uh And they took. Uh, my friend to task for something that he had said in his comedy portion yeah
2: (laughs) that's always fun isn't it
0: well and and they they presented it they quoted him on their blog this is the sort of teaching that's going on that's
2: wonderful you know it's uh, a comedy that's that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah
0: specifically he's talking about uh doing chores you know guys if you want to if you want to Get your wife in the mood, you know, do some chores. <laughs> yeah. He says, turn on the dishwasher. He said, you don't even have to put dishes in it. <laughs> you know, just, the sound, the, just the sound of the dishwasher will get her in the mood. Oh, my God. And he's saying Which, of course,
2: this, is totally hyperbolic. And, and he's saying it in front of men and women. And women. The wives are yeah. sitting
0: in the room right, right, while he's saying this laughing. Yeah. And so it's completely disingenuous. To yes, uh,
2: to, to now call him out on that right. To as call if, him out on as this, if that's what he's teaching.
0: But here's the reason I bring it up, yeah. and this is what's interesting. Um, I was asking him. I said, "So this she she went on the war path, yeah. you know, and started calling other places where he was going to be right. scheduled to speak oh, sure. and telling yeah, them he's yeah. toxic you, you need, and shutting him down. Him off this the, is a person who list. identifies as a Christian. Yeah, right. this is a person who's who is presumably a member going to war with a brother yes. in Christ. Yes. And so I asked him point blank um, I said so is she is her ministry is her ministry doing a good work or is it doing evil yes and I asked him and he wouldn't he wouldn't yeah. he yeah. said his first response back to me was well we think that she has suffered hurt
2: uh huh yeah yeah and that is astounding and so, and so therefore to since me. she has suffered hurt the reason that this keeps
0: going on is because even while you're being attacked, while you're being destroyed, you're saying, well, I got to be careful with this person because clearly they've suffered some sort of harm. So that again is blaming an external force. Yes. he's He yes. is telling her, he's not even telling her, he's living with the idea that this person has been damaged by somebody else. Really? Well, who has damaged her? Right. 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 That would be an interesting thing to dig into. Who do you think no, has harmed and, her? And
2: it is true that people have been traumatized. And, you know, you're, of course, we know you're saying that, but yes.
1: Yeah. Well, and again. Of course,
0: it's true that people have been traumatized. But she, but I've been traumatized as well. Oh, sure. By her. That's right.
1: <laughs> By her. By people By. like her. Right. And that's yeah. the thing. Again, we've been reinforcing the idea that that's actually what makes a woman a good, strong, powerful woman. And to have that be the refrain in your ear from the time that you're, you know, in elementary school all the way through being a middle-aged woman who writes books for a living, everybody around you telling you that your strength, your power, and your, I guess, value is found in, um, how well you tear people down that's <laughs> yeah. that's how many, what how wow. many ministries yeah. have
0: you destroyed and here's, <laughs> good for you and yeah. here's
1: what i wrote on uh, gab the other day uh-huh. this is from the mother's perspective because again we're raising the the children the college students of yes, tomorrow yes of you know, tomorrow. we're right. raising right. the next next generation of employees yes in the west being a good parent and specifically a good mother has come to mean henpecking the professionals Yes, put that in quote. Yes. Until they raise your kids to your liking, nag the teachers for not following the education plan, nag the coaches for being too rough, nag the doctors till they increase the medication dose or add a new one to the regimen, nag the spouse or ex spouse for throwing off your meticulous routine and not getting in line. We think the child's life is perfect when everyone follows our orders precisely, but things start to fall apart when the world fails to march to the beat of Our drum.
2: Our our drum. The
1: Bible says it's better to live on the corner of a roof than on a house, in a house with a nagging wife. But where can we hide when the entire country is full of prideful, bossy women and they're praising (laughs) each other for that behavior? Wow. How can we escape a know it all, do nothing mama bear who thinks it's her God given job to tell everyone else what to do? Huh.
2: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There you and go.
0: this, Carl, is it... why she gets blocked all the time <laughs> I'm sure. on Facebook. I'm I mean,
1: sure. I'm just, I, I was do... that woman. You yes, know, when, yes. when Luke and I first got married, I was tearing my relationship with my husband down with my own hands. The Bible says huh. the foolish woman tears yes. her household down with her own hands. Wow. Wow. Yeah. What that means That's is literally what's happening. her discontentment and her desire to control other people yes. goes out of control. It mm. goes bonkers. Mm. And she starts meddling in everything all yes. the time yes. constantly trying to control um well it's certainly I, everything
2: you've said here not only rings true yeah. but it is everything you've described is true of of just by me giving you the scenario that i gave you today right and yes. she hasn't
0: looked at that page and, no, no. A, absolutely
2: right. yeah and, and it, it i suppose now it's starting to sound like well thou dost protest too loudly or something yeah as, no as, i have really, yeah but no i think
1: People. I would be that person. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. I would be that I, it's woman. It's like
2: I know this person. If not for I,
1: the grace of God yeah. coming because into my that life is and innately saying, women's "Hey, sin. all <laughs> those Bible verses about nagging wives—that's yeah. about you." And it right. occurred to me right. they have to be about somebody. Yeah, exactly. And Doug Wilson said that once. He said, <laughs> yeah. "You know, all those all those verses about how you should um, be—you uh, should be submissive to yeah. your husband—they have to be written about somebody." Yes. And when I looked around, every woman that I knew, you know, pretty much for the most part. Was was the exception? She believed that she was the exception, yes. and that she was actually doing a good and noble <laughs> yeah, thing yeah. by you know by yeah. by uh, tearing things down and saying, yes. you know, this is what it means to be a good mother. This is yes. what it means to be a good wife. It's constructive criticism. Yes.
0: Be careful about asking for wisdom <laughs> yeah. because it's a terrible thing when it's given to you. I
1: spent probably the probably a year or so after that realization was brought in front of my face, going. Oh no. You know, that's uh, yeah, me. Yeah. Oh, no. oh crap. I spent yeah. probably a year just biting my tongue, you know, like yeah, you've been doing sure. in this episode, <laughs> yeah. Just I've been just doing like
0: it really well. My too. habit had yeah, always John. been to
1: protest, you yes, know, and to yes. and just think that that was what God wanted me to do in my marriage. Yeah. My role in the body is to always a, be the tongue.
2: Mary I, I, from, I, go I ahead. want to I want to circle back to something. We don't have but it's it it'll be a bit of a shift back. Well, at, just say change your subject. So go ahead. Is a
0: different Okay. Uh real quick Back when I was in college, I went with uh, my buddy Al Serhall to the North American Christian Convention, which, which is a thing that has also collapsed uh, over the years <laughs> because true. of yeah. not necessarily wokeness, but just a <laughs> lack of focus and a refusal to stay grounded in the things that they used to be grounded about. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we went to there, and there was it, it was a big deal. There were 10,000 people, 15,000 people would show up at the North American Christian Convention. Um, and they had a vendor hall and it, different Bible translators and various ministries and so on. You go up and down, and there were hundreds and hundreds of different vendors, uh, mm-hmm. publishers, whatever. One of them that struck, that I, I could not get over this. Um, at the end of the row, there was a little table, 8 by 10 table, and it just had a curtain back behind it. And a big banner that said "Exposing Cecil Todd Ministries." Oh my goodness,
2: that's their that's their, their ministry. Whole ministry was
0: exposing Cecil Todd's ministry. Oh wow, <laughs> that's fantastic. And and that's, this was back in the you know in the late '80s. Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, well, exposing very, Cecil Todd's ministry. It's ministers. very ra- laser focused, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's it's very, it's a very specific. Yeah, very very specific. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so I I could not get over it. Uh, I was Uh-oh. like, what? What is causing, you know, what what is what is causing Silas to be sad? That yeah, was the question that went yeah, through my head. Yeah. Um But that is that sentiment and that ideology is now. There is a lot more exposing Cecil Todd Ministries yeah, mindset yeah. out there Mouth,
2: mindset yeah, than there was true. in
0: the end. Everybody, yeah. not everybody, yeah, but that's uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's too far. Yeah, but there are many far. many people yeah. who feel that their ministry. Is to destroy Josh McDowell. Yeah, you know, yeah, especially my, my especially calling now. from God yeah. is to wreck the right. thing, the work that God is doing in other people's lives. Well, because it certainly I don't like seems
2: it. to be what this person wants to do. Yeah, uh, for sure. Okay, so this is what I wanted to circle back to, uh, just to kind of bring us back to this. And I know we're probably going to want to wrap up here soon, but the the other thing that I think is interesting is that this person has suggested that what Josh needs. Is cultural competency training? Oh uh, yeah, I got to start biting he's, my tongue. He's, again. Ta- he's taking a break from ministry so yeah. that he can attend, if you will, sensitivity class. Right, that's mm-hmm. not, not, you know, exactly what is said. But the cultural competency training right. is is you basically learn the right things to say. You, well, and and you learn your own unconscious biases. <laughs> you learn the and, correct
0: way to feel and, as and, well. Yeah,
2: and there's also yeah. all of that. But what's fascinating is that this person is convinced that that is the panacea. That's the solution. And there's not even, like this person is so obtuse to even acknowledge that Josh McDowell has been to hundreds of countries. Yeah. Josh McDowell knows cross-cultural ministry. Josh McDowell was behind the Iron Curtain sharing the gospel in an atheist country of Russia (laughs) before this person was ever born. And yet, this person comes along and says, "Well, what he needs right. is cross-cultural, well, well yes, cultural because, competency training. Well,
1: because she wants him to go to her church, and that's that's their new religion. And so, from her yes. perspective, it is the panacea because she wants him to be converted to her religion. Uh-huh. They call the both they call both religions Christianity, yeah, Christianity, but yes. hers is different. And so, yes. what she wants is for him to go learn how to be her version." Uh-huh. Of Christian, and so from that perspective, if Josh McDowell goes to cultural competency training, and you heard her, she said, if he also internalizes it yes, and it, it actually which, has which, the effect, which is what
2: she means by repent, right? Which is why she doesn't feel like that he has repented, right? Yet. Even though right. he
1: said he was sorry, that doesn't count because she wants to see him go the rest of the way and be baptized yes. into her woke right. religion, uh-huh. and she will make that determination after he returns from his, I guess. Um, what are they called? What are the Catholics? His hiatus, call? Confirmation or whatever. Oh, I at see. At this yes, point, uh-huh. he's
0: just covered by the flimsy blood of Jesus Christ.
1: He's just, <laughs> he he's just have, recognized he needs something, but hopefully she's hoping he follows the yeah, eight he was, steps she, on the She, she, you she know. literally
2: says, Well, here's hoping. Yes. Here's hoping. Yes. That he'll yeah. that he repent. Yeah. But if he doesn't, I'm not very confident in the leadership. Right. Because I feel like that if he doesn't repent, which is basically if he doesn't join my religion, Right. The, to quote you. Yes. Uh, then um, I'm afraid that he's not going to be removed from staff. That's true. He's going to be continue. He's going to continue on.
1: And he is at a crossroads. And this uh-huh. is the important thing. He is at a crossroads right now, where he's either going to, according to her, well, yeah. I, no, in he's reality, at a crossroads. Oh, he in reality. actually yeah, okay. is yeah. standing here, where he's either going to have to make a decision to continue down the cultural competency and get become more and more woke, mm-hmm. or he's going to have to look. He's going to have to have the courage yes. to look a person like that in the eyes and say. You're not courageous and brave to be doing this. You're sinning. Yes, and I think I have a lot of um, sympathy for you know church leaders. I know they always have people in their offices or in their email inbox telling them what they're doing wrong and what they're you know doing wrong. <laughs> Nobody ever tells them when they're doing something right. It's yes. always you know you're doing this wrong. Um, but I I do think that there's this mistaken idea that if you just model Christianity in front of these people, they'll get it that way. Mm-hmm. That If you just show them a humble apology, they will learn from your example. Or if you just show them repentance, you know, show them what it looks like when you admit your fault, Yes, that will be good enough to convert them. But what this lady and many, many others are showing you with their example, yes. they don't respond to that. Yes. They respond to being yelled at and uh-huh. told in no uncertain terms, you need to repent You're wrong. God is displeased with this action. It's again. We wish that it had happened when they were still kids, because you feel like you're patronizing to a person when they're an adult.
2: So, what do you think that this person needs to be spoken to that way? Somebody needs to
0: call her young lady. Yep, and sit her down and tell her in no uncertain terms. She
1: will. You are
0: out of line. Be quiet.
1: And she will freak out because. Because that's what children do <laughs> when right. you sure, when sure. you discipline them. She'll in. slam doors. And she has and kick missed her feet. a very important part of child development, and I would say discipleship. You know, she's missed a, an important part of growth and what it means to be mature in Christ. And so she needs an authority figure to say, "Right, right. you're wrong." And for many years, very well-meaning and kind, gentle, patient—you know—Christian leaders, Christian men especially—have yes. uh-huh. tried to do it. The uh,
2: the kind and nice way <laughs> yeah, yes
1: trying to do it by by right. just by sort of em- resonating em-
2: uh, empathizing yes, right. i want to i want to empathize with you yes. and i want you to know that i understand your hurt and your pain and i want you to know that i really care wrong for you necessarily. No, that's, that's right. right that's
1: not wrong but they're However, doing it out of a sense of i think fear <clears> they're doing it the same way that a couple of parents are afraid of a two year old throwing a fit in the in the store in the grocery store and if yes. you're afraid of that temper fit Yes. The two-year-old grows into an even worse monster when yes. he's five, seven, 10. Yes, right. And that's exactly what we've got in the church. They're 34 now. You yes. know, Our two-year-olds are 34, and they know if they want to be in charge, they just have to scream, you're a mean mom, or yeah. you're a yeah, mean sure. dad. Yeah. And it works. You're an yeah.
0: unloving Christian leader. And it yeah. works. Yeah. And so
1: they're out of control. And somebody has to just say, here's the line. Nobody in your life has ever driven a line, drawn a line that they didn't allow you to then cross. Here's the line, and mm -hmm. you will go no farther. So,
2: so actually, what happened is that this person was spoken to this way by leadership, Mm -hmm. um, from my understanding. Mm -hmm. But then that became. I want to make sure that Amanda's hearing. Yes, you. my
1: became, son wants chocolate milk. Uh, it's very. She favorite. can listen to two. Yeah, she and can and listen with, to three and people and at sure the same time. I'm sure we need to wrap up soon. But
2: the, <laughs> but that became this person's grievance, yeah. and so in other words, when this person was spoken to this way by yes. leadership, yep, then this person took to workplace, right. and shared their story. This is what happened to me. This is what they said to me. They told me me that I needed to delete what I said. They told me that I needed to change my wording. They told me that I I need to do this. You know, they told me this. They told me that. And then, of course, you have all their supporters supporters coming on. That is outrageous. You you need to stand firm. Right. You need to stand up to this. Thank you so much for sharing your story. That's not
1: a majority. Those people who are down in the comments who are encouraging her, it's important for leaders to remember, to recognize. And I understand if it's hard to believe me. But there are women like myself yes. and my sisters yes. and, you know, my daughters, hopefully, eventually, yes. who are like, please shut them up. Please. Yeah. We're yeah. tired of listening to it. They don't speak for us. We've yes. seen what they were doing since elementary school. Because yes. these are the mean girls. Yes. You know, these are the popular girls at school who used to manipulate. They would character assassinate. Yes. They, would, they knew exactly what to do. They were spoiled, and yes. nobody wanted to be friends with them. Yes. And they now have called that abuse. Because yes. nobody wanted to be friends with them. And mm-hmm. nobody ever taught them how to be more likable individuals. Yes, I would preempt all of that. I mean, if it were me and I was, you know, a church yes. leader mm-hmm. in a meeting with her, I would say, by the way, we all know that as soon as we're done with this meeting, you're going to go running off to social media to tell right. a sob story. It's not going to change anything. Yes. Here's the line. Yes. No farther. Call me mean all you want to. You're the one doing damage.
2: Yes. But the people who say that, of course, yeah. are people who are then direct quoted. Yeah. And the other thing that this person is saying is that you have no idea. I had dozens and dozens and dozens of people tell me how encouraged they were sure. by what I said. Sure, They
1: did. Yeah, they did. And, and
2: I'm sure that's true. Sure. Right. Uh, but, but that's what happens. And then the other thing that this now is creating is this tribalism. Right. So, And, and what happens, of course, on Workplace is that you have people like me who just don't go near workplace. <laughs> right. And and I actually refer to it as woke place. Right. Uh, but they they don't want to go in. and and many people that I know, I, I I don't know about, I mean, I'm using many, I mean, a lot of the people that I've talked to, many of my friends, have have basically said, we just want workplace to go away. Sure. It just needs to sure. go away. It's yeah. not, it's making things worse worse i I understand why we tried it i understand why we tried it i understand that it started as this uh bulletin board uh, a place to a forum to come uh to be able to you know share among our peers various things or even be positive about this is what's happening or here's an idea that we tried on our campus and i would encourage you to do that but it it degenerated from there and now I, I just don't think it's worth even keeping. Yeah. Uh, but then the the question becomes: Well, then what do you have, and or how do you police that? Well, how do you keep it from degenerating? And that is a very, that's a I think a legitimate question.
0: The the reason that things have gotten to the place where they have gotten is because I agree with Mandy that there's a lack of authority in these people's lives. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason that there's a lack of authority now and the reason that it's perpetuated is because there is no uh, unity among leadership. Right. Hmm. Leadership doesn't have each other's back. And
1: the people who want ah, the workplace to go away are, are forced to the corner where they whisper about that. Yes. While the people who are taking over are loud and proud and, and everywhere, you know, whereas... And they're afraid of tribalism. And you mentioned the word tribalism. Yes, yes. I would say... I would say embrace the fact that they... They are on a different team from us. And yes. even though the they us narrative is considered de- generally a bad thing or yes, something yes. to avoid,
2: we, we want to have oneness, after we didn't all. Do we want it. oneness. Yeah, you that's know? right. But you, that's can't. Right.
0: you can't be united with evil in the right. church. Yeah, that's, right. that's it, you, right. Evil doctrines can't be united uh, Well, we Okay, with so
2: we've covered a lot, and I feel like that now, you know, we're going to, because there's other areas, of course, that oh, I yeah. could go into and share that are now branches of this. I do feel like it's important that I say, that there are still people in crew that very much, you know, yeah. want, it, want it to be the ministry that it that it's yeah. intended yeah. to be. Carl, those, those are those the ones
1: out. that I want, those people who are still so faithful to the yes. word and yes. to the truth and right. goodness and righteousness. Those are the ones that I would love to help. And maybe on another episode, mm-hmm. I can share some things about how I end up being the one getting blocked and canceled rather than the... Or, being yes. blocked rather than the one being cancelled. Yes. Um, how to take over workplace again? Huh. I would say, like yeah. how to be the person that does not does not care if they're being told, you know oh, dozens of people agree with me. It's like, I don't care if dozens of your friends are wrong. This yes, is what's that's, true. That's and this right. is what's doesn't right. doesn't matter exactly. how many wrong people. You know, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I as understand. a result, people <laughs> yeah. often ask me, well, what do I do if I've got somebody who's you know stalking me or they're calling me names or they're interrupting my life? And I'm like, I don't have that problem. Those yeah. people block me and then I don't have to see yeah. them anymore. deal with it. I think yeah. that, that you makes could sense. take it back over again with the right... And
2: I've experienced some of that too. I'm not nearly as savvy or as involved, frankly, as you are. Yeah. But years ago I, I engaged in some of this
1: Well you, you have know. the you have the experience with the German bathroom. Yes, yeah. that's right. And basically forcing Recognize that there are different tribes and how to be the one that forces those other tribes to do the leaving, to do the leaving of the workplace instead of being the one retreating. Yeah, yeah. My son is wanting insurer yeah. more than anything oh he's goodness. ever wanted he's in his really life. never wanted
0: anything more. Well, I think it's worth...
1: That, that sound you hear, Carl, I is think the insurer bottle because
0: Mandy alluded to this early on uh, that uh, <laughs> the, the, you, we've got to hold the people... We've got to hold the people who are. He
1: is so happy with that. Who supplement. are succumbing?
0: I know it's so easy to make. If, Simon and Marcy Island. were over oh, yesterday, yeah, Simon. and Simon was incredibly happy every time the little bulldozer drove past our house. Oh, I mean, it just—it's just, cool. it's yeah, just so overjoyed, sweet. and yeah. it drove back and forth like four times that afternoon. And every time he's like, "Mama, mama," and he would jump up and down. <laughs> it's the and It's like, gosh, I wish things like that could make, just, me, yeah, that yeah, it could make that me that excitable. happy. make me that happy. Yeah. So the one of the things that that is on my mind because I was talking about this with the other guy yesterday is that there's no uh th- we don't support each other when when right. I stand up and yes. I say this is wrong and it shouldn't happen yes. all of my allies disappear whereas they yeah,
1: have yeah. allyship that tribalism oh, that you're sure noticing yes. they know and they have full confidence in the fact that when they go out and they virtue signal they they signal which flag they have yes. you know mm-hmm. they're carrying everybody will come out of the woodwork who's never even met them before yes. and be like yes this you is are so brave you are right they they go down the script we whereas, as traditional Christians, i
0: get when i stand up and say this is wrong and somebody should say something about it, it's like well you know this person was hurt Early right. on in their life, right. they were yeah. they were hurt, John. Yes, yes. And much so, less
1: quick to defend each other, yeah. and yes. that's been to our detriment, I think. Because again, and I understand why we're afraid of the term tribalism, or we don't want to we don't want to have a us and them philosophy. You're going to lose speaking gigs. Well, at not, the end not of the, the day, that, you're going to get We just canceled.
2: don't want that. Like we would like for there to be oneness, unity. Yeah. Now, what's so interesting is that crew, I think, has falsely focused on diversity in right. pursuit of oneness. Right, uh, which is the wrong focus. Uh, they they think yeah. that we need as long as we keep talking about our diversity, right. that somehow magically we're going to become more one. Right. Uh, but that is just wrong-headed. It's
0: impossible.
1: It well, just diversity is, the, it just keeps empowering the other version of Christianity, right. which is actually not Christianity. It keeps at giving all.
0: them, a, you right. keep handing them the microphone because they said that they've been oppressed, and it's like, well, we don't want
2: to oppress you here. You do all the talking. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a <laughs> and, difference. And there's this constant referral to what they refer to as our BIPOC staff.
1: Oh yeah. So uh, black,
2: black indigenous, indigenous people, people of, of color. color. Yeah. And so, but it's it's, it's constant. It's constant. And the game that I play is, is I just take the word BIPOC and I exchange it for white. Yeah. And, and, and then read, and then read, no, just read the phrase again and see if, and see if it makes sense or if it seems reasonable to say. It seems
1: a bit racist. Or if it
2: just seems racist. Mm -hmm. Yes. or, Or just wrong or inappropriate. Yep. You know, this thing happened and we know that this has really affected our BIPOC staff. Yeah. Okay, so now let's change that. This thing happened, and we know how much this has really affected and hurt our white staff. Yeah, and so we really want to focus our attention on our white staff. Yes. Now, I understand the pushback is going to be, well, yeah, but the white staff, you know, basically you get celebrated every day. Right. You're, you're always. You're, you're, you're part you're, of the problem. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 inconsistent, right. uh, And it it actually makes it worse. Well, all, it's all inconsistent. This Right, agree.
0: Yes. It's inconsistent with Christianity, right. and that's right. the thing. That, that if you're going thing. to profess yes. to be a a uh, ministry that proclaims the gospel, yes, none of this conversation should be happening. Right. right, none of it.
2: Right.
1: And again, we are not the ones who divided the tribes. You know, yeah. we're right. not the ones who insisted on having this separate, competing religion be yes. inserted into every conversation. Now, of
2: course, their pushback is going to be, but we're going after the scope. And we're going after the every, every tribe, tongue, and nation will be, you know, at the every
1: tribe, tongue, and nation will, will become committed to Christ, not committed to wokeness.
2: In John, John chapter 17. (laughs) Yeah. And that's an important distinction. I think you're exactly right. John
0: chapter 17, Jesus (laughs) is saying a prayer to his heavenly father. And it is, it's a prayer that Christians need to read often. Yes. Because there's none of this. It's all about unity. It's yes. all about unity, and Jesus yes. doesn't make any distinction between people other than my people, the people yes. who are my disciples, yes. and those are who I want with me. And he's yes. asking, he's asking God to let us be where He is.
2: Yes. Okay. That's I want to ask, ask Amanda me. a question. I've asked John this before, but I've never, I've never <laughs> asked it you, Amanda. One of the things that uh, I hear that is one of our commitments in the campus ministry. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to just listen to this phrase and tell me what you think of the phrase. We as the, and, and you know, of course it has context, but I, I just want to tell you the phrase and get your thoughts on what you hear when I say it. Okay. We as the campus ministry are committed to honoring and celebrating people in their ethnic identity.
1: Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, now tell
2: me why that's wrong um, uh, from your perspective.
1: It's man-centric instead of God-centric mm-hmm. and and I think that um, I think that the verse that talks about how we're neither slave nor Jew, you know, circumcised or uncir- or uh, yes. slave or free, um, Jew or Gentile, circumcised yes. or uncircumcised, right. male or female, that it was talking about how none of your pri- none of your prior identities, matter now you've died to all of those identities and now your identity is in christ Um, and so that is the idol of our culture i don't think they struggle with this ironically the the church in africa you know the church in china the the christian church on in the really the rest of the globe Uh, is not struggling with this as much as the church in arguably one of the most diverse countries you know on so, the so this
2: is where it's so interesting because of what to say the phrase we're committed to celebrating and honoring people in their ethnic identity. Yeah, that can be people, I think, try to sanitize that they tried. Oh, you know, you know what they're saying? They're just yeah. saying, you know, God, it's it, we're celebrating people in all the beautiful color. Sure. Of, you know, like that's the their music, their food the, their, their or, or even. Yes, exactly. The way they yes. Dress. We, we just want people to feel honored and celebrated you know no matter what yeah but and this is where i've said how about this then we are committed to celebrating and honoring people regardless of their ethnic identity yeah in our shared identity in christ yeah or if we're talking about the larger you know like just humanity in general yeah celebrating them in our shared identity as image bearers of God.
1: Yeah, they're probably knocked down with that.
2: Oh, they're, absolutely. That's not. Yeah. That, no. that, that, that misses the point. <laughs> yeah. I think for them, that, that to- profoundly misses the point. Right. Well, here, but here's the other thing. I brought this up with somebody, and they said, "Well, okay, if you go to, you know, our oneness and diversity document, they talk about how there is the imago Dei. There, you know, mm-hmm. that we we are all made in the image of God, right. et cetera." So that lays the foundation for you, David. But my, my pushback on that is, if that's the foundation, then your phrase that we are now committed to celebrating and honoring people in their ethnic identity contradicts your foundation. Right. Mm-hmm. That, th- that phrase does not come from what you're claiming is the foundation. Right. Right. That phrase actually contradicts yes. your foundation. And so which am I to believe? The one is that this is the biblical foundation. That's that's what I'm supposed to believe. But why do I? Why should I believe that when your application right. of that is the opposite? Is the direct opposite. Yeah,
1: and they are, and it's
2: diametrically opposed right. to what your uh, what your initial biblical framework and foundation is
1: right they they are fluent in biblical language i mean they <laughs> they know the proof texts you know sure. they are they most of them have grown up in church and so they already know how to speak that yes uh, the words that are going to put people at ease but it's important that we recognize that they are diametrically opposed well to that, that, that's that's exactly right and
2: and yeah. an axiom in communication is that you will always believe nonverbals More than you believe verbal.
1: And we should be shrewd as vipers. You know, we've been doing the innocent as doves very well for many years, which is what I was alluding to earlier. You know, a lot of people want to just kind of softly encourage people, invite people to Jesus with their meekness and with their humility, which are important parts of the Bible. Yes. But we have to recognize our enemy knows that. Our enemy knows that the Bible talks about love, our enemy knows that the Bible talks about peace and kindness and gentleness. Um, and just like Satan quoting scripture to Jesus when he was tempting him to throw himself off the temple walls, you know, yes. they have scripture ready to uh, to try to twist and manipulate. And we have to be ready for that. Instead of going, oh, this person is quoting scripture and they say they're Christian, I must have to
2: yeah, I mean, allow them to speak. To, to, yes, exactly. Yeah, we yeah. have
1: to recognize it when it's actually Satan himself quoting scripture. <laughs> well, that's,
2: once again, that's a little bit overstated, but I totally yeah. understand what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Diversity is a word that is not defined very well, and right. because right. <clears throat> nobody is nobody is opposed to the idea. Well, Christian people are not opposed to the idea that black and white, yellow, red, red and yellow, black and white. Yeah. We are precious in His yeah, sight. Yeah, you know, exactly. nobody objects to that. So diversity of Physical appearance, diversity of even diversity of cultural backgrounds yes. is not a problem. The problem is when you've got diversity of thoughts and diversity of theology coming together. Yep, yep. And That's where true. we where we started is actually is actually appropriate. We've there is value to having. A principle that you stand on and you say this is my principle this is what I believe right and to say we are all made in the image of God and therefore valuable to him yes is is a great principle to stand on yes where it where it becomes problematic is when you say oh we are all standing on the image of God in our cultural diversity okay well now you've muddied the waters yeah, as right. you said that's right and now yes. you've introduced a diversity of thought into the uh-huh. congregation into the conversation and
2: and you've also you you won't admit it but you are also saying that there are certainly there are certain um uh well this is basically standpoint epistemology there are certain things interpretations that actually have more validity right because of your right Ethnic identity—that I dare not criticize it. If right. somebody comes along who is a bipoc person who makes some theological um, statement, and if I and I say I disagree with you, mm-hmm. basically uh, the the sense is you need to sit down and shut up, right? Because you uh, do not have the uh, right to right. to disagree with somebody, and and that's that. Right is the, you know, that's where critical race theory, you know, sort of rears its ugly head. Yes, uh,
0: and, and at that point, we're not talking, uh, we're not Christian siblings yes. having a conversation based on what the Scripture, what God's Word yeah, tells yeah. us. Like, it, no, it, it, we're not. This, we're ignoring how yes. God's Word tells us we're supposed to interact with each other. Yes. And that is, it's important to realize, that you know, as Mandy has said, Many times, you're you're not dealing with an ally now. You're talking to an enemy, and
1: they're already treating you like an understanding
0: yeah, that it's an yeah. enemy. there's no doubt about that. It's important. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No doubt about that. Yeah. And so, how long
1: have we
2: gone here? Oh, oh, we're one hour and forty-five. Oh my goodness, you've got to be kidding me! You know, people. it's well, the house guest. Ep-
0: no, house guest episodes are always longer.
1: Okay, yeah. okay. Carl, Carl really care appreciates about time. the fact that we're giving actual examples of real cultural issues. Those are almost always our favorite, yep. you know, people's most popular. Well, and I also, to that he and got it, mad
0: yeah. at us when we cut to 45 minutes for our yeah. usual episode. Yeah. He was like, what yeah. do you mean so it's
1: yeah. like 45
0: minutes?
2: I felt to. like we only got part so, of the conversation. So the house yeah.
0: guest is this rambling conversation right. that we do because it makes Carl happy sometimes. Yeah. Okay, so. well.
2: And, and I spent a lot of time at the beginning, just giving a lot of laying the foundation. But <laughs> anyway, well, it
0: was good. It was good, yeah. Dave, and you I I, and I appreciate.
1: A part two and a part three. Right? <laughs> I appreciate your bravery <laughs> You're to come so on gracious. and talk
0: about. Yeah. yeah,
1: And vulnerable. Well, that's and your true. Your
0: vulnerability. Yeah, the
1: ironic thing is it actually is harder to talk about it from this perspective than it is to go complaining about the church on social media. Well, it, yeah. it really that's is true.
0: brave. I mean, there's nothing. The only thing that could possibly happen as a result of you coming on and talking like this is there's going to be blowback, yeah, you know, yeah. from crew. And, so. there,
2: and there might be. Yeah. Uh, but that's only if somebody actually sits through an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> well, of pray, right. for Dave,
0: pray for Dave. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, if he disappears, you'll know. No, I shouldn't say that.
2: <laughs> well, if I actually do get canceled or fired or whatever, I'll, you know. We'll be your I, I'll,
1: allies. I, we'll we'll I'll be, be your tribe. You I can come on this
2: podcast that. and make and, no and, money with us. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about it
1: here. Bye, Carl. You can find John Branion on MeWe, Gab, and YouTube. Also be part of the show by emailing your questions and comments to nextdoor at johnbranion.com. We've loved having you at our table, neighbor. See you next time and bring some friends with you.